What's up, guys? This is the Kind of Funny Games cast. Now, if you don't know, I am Tim Geddes. Ah, you hit yourself in the head with yeah. no microphone, you idiot. Come you were on. trying to do it all cool. Well, speaking of cool, I'm here with the coolest dudes in video games. Uh, Colin Moriarty, Greg Miller. Hi. It's good to be here. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Oh, you're, you're welcome. We're going to talk about some video games today. There guys. it is. That's what I'm talking yes. about. Come back. Bring yes. back the yes. NPR yes. tone. Yes. Get rid of this MTV VJ stuff you're doing. But I'm so... That's what I like. I like moving my hands. I like no, screaming. I don't, I like mind, being the, I don't loud. mind the rap hands. That yeah. People are always giving you in trouble for the hip hop hands. That's hip hop hands. I thought it was just funny that you know you I I complimented like, you on the first two shows. I had complimented you mm -hmm. on your NPR tone and you're gonna talk like this, blah blah. Yeah. And then like yesterday on the Game Over Gregory show, you confessed it was because the mics were so loud in your ears that it was like raining you in. Yeah. It was, like, oh. Even now it feels weird here. Now we've this, gone that. back. We've gone back to the good mics to get better audio. Yeah. Exactly. This sounds way better. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. We heard you loud and clear. Yeah. Thank you for your feedback. We got we got people talking shit though that I, I'm interviewing On the you internet? guys, and that's one of those things where it's like I am kind of interviewing them. That's guys. what the host does. They're, yeah, exactly. That's what people used to get mad at me when I when I started hosting Beyond after uh, you know being a, just a second banana on GameScoop and just being a voice on Beyond for so long. They're like, oh, we miss you being crazy. And so you got to sacrifice that at some point when you're the host. If you're yeah. hosting, you've got to like you're setting other people up to go crazy. Yeah, that's my thing. Is don't worry, guys. I'm going to flail my hands around and do a lot of dumb things in many places. Mm. I'm going to try to rein that in I'm just a little bit I'm going to do a lot of dumb things in many places. Yeah, Tim exactly. Getty. That's what that, I like to hear. What's but what's really important is the dumb places you can go. Like iTunes. <laughs> I nice. tried to that's get a dumb there. That's, that's a dumb place. That. That's a dumb so, place. Um, our show is now on iTunes officially. Uh, every All the problems are gone. You can search for it. Oh, no. You can, oh, it's it's good. As of right we now. Are, as of right now, as of last night, you can go and everything I promise you is there. The first two episodes are up right now. Right. Oh, this is great. This now, is so, so great. You if, just search. You can search for Kind of Funny. Yeah. Kind of Space Funny. You get both our shows. Nice. You can search for Gamescast. We're there. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the big oh, question, though. So, I, of course, I'm going to iTunes. I'm mm -hmm. getting it on a Friday. I'm enjoying myself. Of mm -hmm. course, I could have had this a week earlier if I went where. Yes. You could have went to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Yeah. Threw or a, threw a meatball right down the plate there, Greg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or kindoffunny.bandcamp.com or vimeo.com slash kindoffunny if you wanted to get any of the, the stuff early. Yeah. Otherwise, broken Otherwise, that topic by topic, yeah. day by day. Uh, on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. See, that's the thing, Colin. I've been getting I've been getting criticism mm. that they like the games cast better because Tim doesn't do all the pimps. He doesn't yeah. do all the things. Well, you got to let the people know. I'm I, sick oh. of answering tweets about where the oh, games no, cast I, is. I, but I, well, that's the thing. They'll know now. Sure. Now, now it's everywhere they need to know. The people that are complaining are the people that are upset at me. And I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah, exactly. Complaining. We love you. Thank you for caring about our shit yeah. enough. And if us. you could go to iTunes and go to the Kind of Funny Games cast and review this, subscribe, go on SoundCloud and do the same thing, that would be super awesome because we're trying to get this off the ground. And uh, things are good. I've, I've noticed it's funny because Greg, Greg's so used to hosting everything. Yeah. And he doesn't host this, and he doesn't host Colin and Greg, and he can't help himself. Yeah, well, just like, he'll, he'll just jump in and start ho and start hosting the show. And, and I'm like, and I'm like, that's that's okay. That's that's in your blood. It's in your it's it's running through Yo, your veins. Cool. I, your I, veins. I wasn't hosting nothing there. I was just I was just giving you, you the stupid. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like to be the shill. I'm Shilly McShill. Yeah, hey, I'm down for that too. Shilly, Shilly McShill. Thanks for like letting me go, guys. I hate you so much. <laughs> no, that's cool though. You fill in the holes that I could never fill. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's not many of them. No, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, guys. First thing we're talking about is the Nintendo Direct that just happened this morning. Right. So by the time you guys are hearing this, this is a little outdated. But guess what? That doesn't the matter because that's not what outdated. this show yeah, is yeah. about. This show is about us talking about things we like, like video games. Yeah. So a lot of things were announced today. I wouldn't say anything too revolutionary. Um, Shocking. No, exactly. But this was a, a – we all knew this was going to be a, 3D, a new 3DS-focused Direct. And we got a lot about that, including a release date 
February 13th, which is pretty soon. Yeah. So and here's what you need to walk me through. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the new 3DS. Mm-hmm. I, have the, I have the original 3DS. I haven't been able to play Smash on that because it's horrible. I can't see. It's too small. It's like a postage stamp. Yeah. I saw people online, though, getting really mad that it's only the new 3DS XL and not the new... What, is there? There's another... So in between the 3DS I have, mm-hmm. there was a 3DS bigger mm-hmm. and then a 3DS XL. XL. No. So no, what no. the fuck are they so talking about? There's the original 3DS, uh-huh. and then there was the 3DS XL. Yeah. And then now there's new versions of both of those in okay. Japan. And they're coming to Europe too, right? One of those is coming to Europe. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but both of them are already in Japan. Okay. What they add is it's like it's faster GPU and all right. that stuff. Right, and they got and the, stick, the, little, the, C-stick the C-stick thing. and stuff, and it has way better viewing angles. Okay. Like, it's insane how much better it is. And uh, they decided not to release the new 3DS in America. It's just the new 3DS XL. See, I didn't know there was a new. 3DS. I like, That's I funny. like the, I just like the viewing angle thing because it's like, are people playing their their handheld like this? Well, the 3D, it's the 3D issue. Yeah, but does anyone even use the three? They should just get rid of that. The 3D should be removed. <laughs> Jesus, I've never, God I've, Almighty! I, I've often thought about super gluing it down because uh-huh. it's annoying when I'm playing something and I bump it and it kicks up. I'm like, oh god. Well, that, no. that's the point. Is that won't happen anymore? They say. Why? Because the viewing angles. No, I'm gonna make sure I don't ever fucking turn it on. That's why it's not gonna happen. I haven't well, met anyone. I haven't met anyone that uses that 3D on. The, on there. So here's the thing: the 3D, when it's used in the gameplay, it's good. Like for example, Super Mario 3D Land, it's awesome with the 3D. Smash Bros. with the 3D, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No. 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 That's not what you want. No one got time for that. Hurts my eyes. Ain't nobody got time for that. But yeah. So so. But Greg, people are upset about this. I don't know why. Why would they still get your problem? Is the screen size? Yeah. I don't know why anyone would get a 3DS over an XL. I didn't. I yeah, like I didn't even realize that was still an option. I thought the XL was now the standard. It in America it is right. Is it's not. I mean no. There's, there's still, still a 3DS oh, yeah. in America. In is America, it the one I have? The little yeah, red guy. That yeah. okay, okay. And so this is the same red guy just in the with the C stick. That's dumb. Nobody buy that. I well, own that yeah. system. Don't buy that. They're not putting it in America. Good. Well, good. I'm glad yeah, exactly. Nintendo's making the choice. No, it's because they have inventory to sell through. You have to assume. Well, I mean, it's all new colors and stuff. Something weird that Nintendo does is they always release the new ones, and then they release like special editions that are super cool looking of the older version. Well, that's what they were doing leading up to this one. When, just when they had me on the ropes, I'm like, maybe I will buy a, a 3DS XL. I can't see anything on this. They're like, oh, guess what? New 3DS is coming with the C-Stick. I'm like, I'll buy that. And then they're like, guess what? 3DS that looks like an NES. And I'm like, so that, wait, that's not the new one? It's like, so that's weird. Just, what I don't, are you doing? The bigger thing that I read, I was just, I haven't read any of these stories yet. Just apart from headlines, whatever. But th- apparently, the 3ds, the new, the 3ds XL, I guess, in America, doesn't come with a power brick. Or oh, something like okay, that? yeah, that's the weirdest thing about this. Are you kidding me? No power. What brick. the hell? Is it? What? Like that's so, that's so weird. weird. It that's is weird. So weird. I think they're just assuming that it's all people upgrading. But that's they should make that assumption. Oh, I know. Hey, it's Nintendo. They make some weird assumptions oh sometimes, and this is one of them. Um, so it's two hundred dollars, which honestly, it's worth it. You should you should do it. You should upgrade, I'm, Greg. I'm going to. Good. But uh, there's a few things that grind my gears on this one, all right? Mm. Shutting the computer for full Uh-oh. focus. Number one, this power brick business. Yeah. Come on. It's so funny. I like having two power bricks. Have, oh, what yeah. if I traded mine yeah, in? Yeah. What if I traded this in? What if I was just a kid who was like, oh, that 3DS looks awesome. You go and buy it. There's going to be people who get Not to over defend on them, because I, I trust me, I'm on your guys' side here. But it's like, okay, Amazon, $5. Sure, but you. This is very much so like what we're talking about. With, this is what we're talking about with Christmas. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When the PlayStation Network down and the Xbox One was down and all that stuff. You t- you get home, you turn the system on, and then you realize you need something else. Yeah, like it's mother bullshit fucker. You well, know that's what I mean? the that's the bigger thing is if it's two hundred the XL's two hundred dollars USD. Mm-hmm. So 
the, the and the brick is five dollars on Amazon. I'm, it's probably a little. I'm, I'm sure it's way it's probably more than, more than let's, that. let's say it's twenty because it's probably it's probably expensive. Like nineteen ninety nine. That costs Nintendo two dollars to make, probably in parts and, and labor or whatever. They just put it in the fucking box. Yeah. You know, like I don't. I really don't understand. I, agree. I no, really. Totally. That's like such a stupid assumption. The Sony should make that assumption with Vita that people that are upgrading to Vita Slim are Vita owners already because no one's buying the Vita. That's like that would that would be annoying if that didn't come with a power book. But that would actually make more sense. 3ds is proliferated, and there are people that are interested in buying this platform. I'd still be it's curious so, if so, I opened my Vita and there was no power brick. But the the chance, the problem there, of course, is that it uses the the micro SD or not SD uh, micro USB. So as long if it can't well, if it didn't come with a power brick, I know at least I have those laying around the house. I don't have the, the, Nintendo still uses a proprietary power charger, right? So weird. Thing, it's gonna because if it's a 3ds one, it's still a little whatever cube one that reminds me of the containment unit. But like, well, so here's the other thing though: is the 3ds. And the DS, not the original DS, but the later DS models, which is pretty much what everyone has. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's okay. the same charger. So it's like, you probably do have one. I understand that probably you do. But I still think there's a lot of people who are going to jump on this that don't. Yeah. And that's annoying. Hey, I'm, I'm with you. Guys. And that's not going to be well explained, I bet. Yeah. Unless, oh, oh, Lord. You're no. going to have to have some good GameStop employees. Yeah. Grandma's going to be upset. She won't care. Oh, she's Jimmy will be upset. Yeah, little Grandma Jimmy's going to have another nip of the good stuff and not care at all. Here's my <laughs> second problem mm-hmm. with this Nintendo... 3ds announcement stuff today again yes i want to buy one i want to play majora's mask so my world colin it all comes together right here and they're like oh guess what new 3ds xl comes and it's branded with majora's mask Mm -hmm. it's awesome it's amazing in america it doesn't come with the game what the fuck? Are you kidding? In Europe, it comes pre-installed on the system. Yeah. Come on! Yeah, it's, it, that's another it's weird really thing. It's really pretty, though. It is really pretty. Don't get me wrong. And again, that's yeah. the one I'll go for because I want to get a new 3S anyway, but it's like... Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing, though, Greg. This could have been way, way worse than it is because what I was just saying about them announcing new 3DSs and then making special editions of old ones, Yeah. this is like one of the first times where... The day that the new 3DS comes out, which is February 13th, we are also getting a special edition Majora's Mask one. The fact that this isn't a Majora's Mask special edition of the original DS, <laughs> like, we should be happy about that. True, that's a good. So point. I'm, I'm pretty. Eh, it looks cool. Okay. Now the other thing that eh. it that the Sold new 3DS right has there. is it has the NFC for Amiibos. Right. So we're gonna get a, an update for Smash Bros. so that we can use the Amiibos on the new 3DS, not on the other, the 3DS of we course. already have. And here's your chance to buy it. Yeah, exactly. Here's your um, chance to upgrade. And not be mad about your power brick. Eventually, there's gonna be a little adapter for the older 3DSs, but I. There's no, there was no news of that today. Right. We'll see. Um, they announced Wave 4 of the Smash Bros. Amiibos, That's which exciting. include Lucina, Wario, Pac-Man, Ness, and Charizard. You're excited for Charizard. I'm excited for Charizard. I'm excited for a couple of these. How many, yeah, Lucina, how many Amiibos do you Charizard. own? You're the Nintendo fanboy. I, yeah, I only own one. Okay, and which one? Alexis got me Peach oh. for Christmas. Because that's her character, and she wants me to be able to play against her. Okay. It's cute, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I've been upset because the one that I want is Zero Suit Samus. Ah, and they're just yeah. they're holding out on of me. Of course they are. Maybe Wave 5. We'll see. Uh, they also... So this is in addition to Wave 3 that was announced recently that had Mega Man, Shulk, Toon Link, Sonic, Meta Knight, Lucario, Rosalina, Bowser, Sheik, and Ike. That's, that's a lineup. That's Mega a Man. big, big wave. Mega Man. I'm Mega assuming Man. you're getting wave, Mega Man? Greg bought it for me, actually, or Christmas. pre-ordered it for me. Damn. Yeah, I'm a good there friend. There you go. I just wanted Roll the action up. figure. I don't even, I'm not going to use yeah, it. You, I, it's like the Mario I got. I was like, cool, and I just put it on the yeah, thing exactly. and I never used it. So uh, they also announced a Super Mario Bros. set of Amiibos for use with Mario Party 10. This is interesting because this they is... they show Dry Bones? No. Motherfucker! No, no. It's just, it's the normal dudes you'd expect, like Toad, Mario, Peach, Luigi. Mario's already got one. Luigi's yeah, already got one. So his, this is the thing. This is the first set that's not Smash Bros. 
This is Mario Bros. set. Does it? Is it eight bit Mario? Because that'd be cool. No, I don't think they showed him. Okay. From, from what I saw on the IGN.com. <laughs> I mean, com. I don't know. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Like, the, now there's just another set of amiibos that work with Mario Party? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but from what I... No, but they work in everything. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it's like the Mario will be able to... It's, you can just get different Mario. So the Mario that works with Mario Party can work with Smash Brothers. But the Mario that works with Smash Brothers will not work with yeah, well, Mario Party. I'm assuming it will. Oh, no, actually, it will. I would it have, will. If you would have asked me last night, will the new 3DS come with a, a charging cable, I would have said, yeah, of course. Yeah, I yeah. would have assumed that so as well. This whole people thing, the they're kind of learning learning as, as we go. And again, I don't have all the facts on this. this sure, is this from, is all breaking news. Exactly. Nintendo's really good at giving out piecemeal information. Yeah, yeah Like yeah, when yeah. they revealed the new console and only showed the controller and no one knew what the fuck was <laughs> is, happening. Is this a console? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I have a feeling, from, from what they've explained before, it's that the characters will work multi-game. And uh, it's just... You know, different toys, uh, different iterations get. of the yeah. same character. Okay, so I, I think understand. that's okay. I'm not, I'm not too well, upset. Fine. With I'm that. sure collectors will like that. Yeah, um, they also talked about amiibo functionality and Kirby and the Rainbow Curse and Captain Toad and stuff like that. the The biggest one was Codename Steam, which is a new 3DS uh, strategy game coming out. Which is which looks awesome. Made by one guy. He's a totally cool developer. I want to play that one. Oh, cool. He was a really cool dude. I met him at GDC, I think, a few years ago. Maybe PAX. Uh, you can use the the different Fire Emblem amiibo characters from Smash Bros, which now include Robin, Lucina, Ike, and Marth. So the same characters four times. They're all Fire Emblem characters. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There yeah, they're all. Colin's on a damn roll here. <laughs> <laughs> Only two of them are, are slightly similar. Too many Fire Emblem characters. Yeah, yeah. I love Fire Emblem. No, Fire Emblem is great. A lot of people it's... do. No, that's, I thought I saw a pair tweeting about it today. How you know he's gonna buy so, Fire Emblem crap? The most exciting thing about this is the biggest announcement for me today. A new Fire Emblem game for the yeah, 3DS. That's, yeah, that's a big game. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. That's a BFD Fire Emblem right is... Woo. They didn't date it though, right? No, they didn't date it. And it, it was weird. They showed a trailer for it, which was very similar to the intro movie in uh, the Awakening game for uh, 3DS, where it was like this beautiful cinematic thing, but it didn't really show anything. Uh, like there's, I mean, there's some gameplay in it and stuff, but uh, there's a lot of questions here. Like it looks like an entire new cast. It's, it's a traditional Fire Emblem game, but uh, sometimes they'll do like a sequel. It's like Final Fantasy. Yeah. Where it's like it's every time it's different, but some of the games like uh, like nine and ten were in the same universe and stuff. And usually, I would I would have assumed they were going to continue the story from Awakening right. to this. So to see that they're not doing that, it's cool. I'm excited for this. Um, the Fire Emblem game on 3DS is definitely my favorite game on the system. So this is good. I'm a little upset we didn't get any news on the Shin Megami Tensei Cross Fire Emblem. Wii oh yeah, U game. There's, there's a lot of people that think that that game's kind of in hell right now. I don't yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the deal with that game is. It was announced a while, like a long time ago. They announced it like a year ago, and we haven't heard anything since. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, it's I, I really want that because Fire Emblem on Wii U is going to be legit. Who's develop? I mean, what side is developing the Shimigami Tensei Cross Fire Emblem? Anyway, is it is it uh, like Nintendo second party or first party, or is it is it going to be Atlas? I think it's Atlas. Yeah. Again, don't quote me on that. I'm just a they're quoting you right now. Yeah, they can quote me all they want. Um. So Majora's Mask DLC announced for Hyrule Warriors with Tingle. Oh, Tingle. They get to play as Tingle. It's back and better than ever. His balloons. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. Did I you play guess. a lot of Hyrule Warriors? No, I didn't. Yeah? Yeah, I played a little of the Hyrule it was, Warriors. It was, it's fun. It's Dynasty Warriors, so yeah. it's just that, like, you know, turn your brain off fun. There's yeah, run exactly. Smash stuff and collect That's cool. You, you know, oh, kill this many people. You did it. Good job. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it gets way too much hate. Because people are like, oh, this is stupid. This isn't the Zelda I want. It's like, it's well, it's a, well, no it's, shit it is yeah, in the Zelda. You want. It's, it's a Musou. Like, that's yeah. that's what it is. Uh, it's A lot of people have that problem with a lot of... I mean, when Dragon Quest, the new Dragon Quest was announced for PS4, and I think it's only PS4, uh, 
it's Musou too, and it's like this is what Omega Force does. This is what this is their thing. You know, yeah. You're not going to get like a different game out of them. Yeah. So if you're expecting something different, you're going to be very disappointed. Yeah, and it looked nice. Like it was pretty fun to look at. Like lots of colors. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys. Um, also, Young Link is another DLC character with the fierce deity mask. So that's nice. Something. Yeah. He's gonna be. Small. I like. I like that the game has DLC. Like I like that it's been continuously updated. And that you just added. don't want to play any of the DLC or play the game. Yeah. No. But I, exactly. It's not for me. Yeah. Like, that's not my thing. But like, I'm happy that they're that's actually being supported consistently. Like during these directs, they keep announcing new stuff and they sure. keep putting new stuff into it. And like, I mean, there's a lot of characters in that game. They got to tingle. Cool. Yeah. Good for them. I mean, that's the interesting thing we always talk about with Nintendo, right? You buy that console for the first-party games and the exclusives and everything you want, right? And so while they're off making the next Metroid and the next Zelda and whatever else they're working on, right, you have to partner with people who will continue a pipeline of, hey, we got a Majora's Mask stuff over here now. Yeah. Come on back to this game. Yeah. Why didn't you give this game a try? And that's that's something really cool I found with uh, Nintendo recently. Uh, there's a lot of things to hate about them, but the, during the directs, I like their directs. I like that we get mini E3s like every couple months. Mm. Yeah, that is no, cool. It's very cool. And it's really cool that they kind of like link together in a lot of ways. Like they've used Smash Bros for the past two years to like kind of be the the through line with all of them where yeah. it's like here's new announcements and here's how it relates to Smash or they'll announce a new character and here's his game and stuff like that. And uh, right now they're kind of using uh, Majora's Mask to do that. Yeah. Where it's like Majora's Mask and the new 3DS have been the theme of the last couple directs and it's like now we're getting Majora's Mask DLC for Hyrule Warriors. It's like cool. Thanks, guys. It makes you feel like you're investing in a, the ecosystem. Right. I'm a fan of ecosystems. You love ecosystems. Oh, love them. You love, love Biodome so as well. Biodome. It's a fine movie. Yes. yes. Um, Fruit at the bottom, waiting to be stirred. <laughs> so Majora's Mask also got a release date. Yeah. Same day as the new 3DS. And February, what is it? February 13th. Yeah. And um, Happy Valentine's yay. Day. Um, it also, they announced that the C-Stick on the, the new 3DS will allow you to control the camera. So that's nice. Yeah. Because I can't Camera imagine. controls yeah, were exactly. always tough on the N64. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so that, that'll be good. Um, so you are getting the... Yeah. You're going to buy the, the game and the system. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. That's what they, they forced my hand on that one. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to get them both. But I, I want, I've been waiting, right? Because that's the thing. Smash on the go has always sounded really cool, right? Mm-hmm. And as much as we're traveling this upcoming year to be able to play Smash with you and fool around in an airport, right? With a like, C-stick? Yeah, fool around that C-stick. Yeah. I love it. But it's, yeah, you, it's time for me to pull the trigger, especially because I've held on to this original 3DS forever. Yeah. See, I'm in a weird place because I have an XL. Yeah. And I'm just, I love it. I don't play it that much. It's mm-hmm. whenever a new game comes out yeah. to play. So I'm just like, ugh. I might try to sell mine. Okay. If I can sell mine for a hundred, I'd be down to invest another hundred to get a the better one. Yeah. What about you, Colin? <laughs> Any <laughs> chance in hell? No, no, definitely not. But I, I, I have a 3DS and it's fine. I play it like twice a year, so I mean, I'm not going to buy a 3DS for for a new game. Although I'm really excited that Majora's Mask is coming out. That's my favorite Zelda. Um, mine by too. Far. I haven't gone back to it in forever. And, it's yeah. not my favorite, but it's one of my favorites. And like, Ocarina I, I really like you know Majora's Mask is a really special game, and. Uh, I think a lot of people, not a lot of people, but I mean, if you look at the sales figures, Majora's Mask uh, sales in Fall 2000, you know, fell off significantly from Fall 98 when, when Ocarina came out. And obviously, Ocarina was the game changer like Mario 64 was, but I, I think, frankly, that both of those games are wildly overrated and that the, 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 the iteration, like the way they were able to iterate later on, not necessarily with maybe Sunshine with Mario, but maybe with Galaxy, that's the real, th- you know, 3D Mario game that's like the bee's knees. Uh, the same thing, like Majora's Mask made so quickly and so rapidly, like literally within a year. Um, 
ended up being to me the seminal Zelda game because it was dark and it was different and the confines of the way they made the game quickly made them make different decisions that changed the entire game it's really much like the Minish Cap and I think just a select few different Zelda games it's like Zelda 2 it's different it's a really different Zelda game it's dark as hell it's imminent I love how the clock's constantly ticking you cannot dick around in that game and I think that that's like really exciting me a lot of people are like well i want to see things leisurely at my own pace and i'm like i like doing that too but majora's mask doesn't let you do that and that's like that's what's so cool about You've it had so many zelda games where you could do that yeah. right i always talk about this like you know my introduction to zelda was ocarina of time and i i fell in love with it and was so in love with it and i loved majora's mask and then ever since then i feel like don't get me wrong loved wind waker and i'm not a revisionist i loved it at the time and tried to make people understand how a lot of revisionist history about that game i know you, but i just want to make sure yeah. you know you you and i have talked about it i want to make sure you're not throwing stones at me uh-huh. people people don't think you're throwing stones at me but for from then on out if i get so sick of the same story and that's why i think i loved and i think so many people loved a, a link between worlds right of just the fact like fuck it like you're you immediately get a sword and shield go to the dungeons mm. go do whatever you want you don't have to go through oh you're a boy without a fairy and here's your wood sword and wood shield but yeah that but that was i mean you played a link to the past i assume yeah so i mean that was that was i was actually disapp- like a link between worlds was a fun game and i enjoyed it. i played over last like i guess last year when i was home i don't remember exactly when i did it. yeah it was christmas so two christmases ago yeah and uh i liked it but i'm like this is a link to the past Mm-hmm. You know, See, like it's you, it's ex- it is a link to, and I was like, so that's a, it was a little reductionist to me. I was like, I played Link to the Past on my SP in college, so after it, right? And so for me, that game didn't even click with me the way it did for so many people growing up oh, that man. it did. Oh, that's a special game, yeah. So like, yeah, for me to jump into this one, I like when I was playing and having such a great time. I remember I'd come into work and Jose would talk to me like, oh, did you like this theme and that thing? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I didn't catch any of these references to the old game. I'm just playing a game. In a I mean, game. the map's identical. Like that. I mean, I was well, that, that I knew, yes, but the, the but. The, yeah, like, it, it, what, that was what was so cool about Majora's Mask was that, you know, Hyrule in Ocarina, like, Ocarina was a special game. I, I think that that game is one of N64's great games, obviously, and, like, it was very riveting. I remember playing with my friend Mike Pope, and we were, you know, 98, and we were just obsessed with it. It was so good, and we had the strategy guy, and we were... And it was fun, but Majora's Mask was cool because it wasn't Hyrule, it was Termina, and it was it was a, it was a totally it was just a different world with a different vibe and a darker vibe and 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 an emphasis on different things, on transformations, on on rapidity, on. I loved how like in the seventy two hours or whatever in game that you have to do that you like, you have to be in specific places at very specific times to get yeah. certain masks, and like a dude will just run by uh, uh, on the second day at two <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon, and you're like you have to be there and wait, and he'll be there, and then you have, like have a conversation with him, do a side quest, like. They've never made a game like that for, for Zelda, and and I actually think that the as I get older, the offbeat Zelda games, with the exception of Minish Cap, which I, I didn't really like, and uh, was, it was cool. Was it was cool? It was definitely different. Yeah. Um, but like Zelda Two and Majora's Mask, like the the older I get, the more I'm like, these are the great. These are great games. Like that I don't think people really appreciated because they deviated heavily from yeah. the formula. Although that was common on in the NES era to deviate on the second game. Yeah, that's weird. I feel the same way about Mario Two, where it like, gets shot on a lot but it's just like guys it's not bad i mean it's not mario 3 but no. it's like i love that game i love that game so much and it, it's so good for what it is even though it's different yeah i agree mario usa is like a is a an awesome game i mean like when you look at the mario 2 they got in japan i mean that's, that's lost levels to us yeah. and we 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 got that game and it's cool but it's the same it's just hard mario i mean it's which is great <laughs> which, which, is, love, which is which is awesome so you love a hard mario but i agree i mean like a lot of second games really changed you know castlevania did it uh, you know, Zelda obviously yeah. did it. I mean, a lot of games just uh, Metal Gear did it. I don't know a lot of people remember. You know, the original Metal Gear, Actraiser did it. Like, there's a lot of early games that changed for the better or for worse. I think for worse with Metal Gear and Actraiser. 
Um, Pretty much all. I don't think there's any example of where it was better. I think, well, Castlevania, I think Simon's Quest is an awesome game. Simon's Quest is really the precursor in many ways to Symphony of the Night. But, um, and I, I think even Zelda's change was awesome. I kind of think Zelda 2 is a better game than the original Zelda. It's just that the, the Zelda really? is, 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 yeah, I think it's it's like really it's hard, it's fun, it's, it's non-linear, it's, great it's, and it's, it's good, but it's the same thing as Mario, where it's like I wouldn't say it's better. It's just it's really good. Yeah, it's I mean it's good. It's it's different. Yeah. But Zelda, The Legend of Zelda, eighty-seven Zelda, eighty-six Zelda, whatever is a link to the past, and then Ocarina, and then you know on and on and on. While Zelda Two is just Zelda Two, yeah, and they've never done it again. And that's, yeah. and that's what I, you same know, thing with Majora's Mask. You know, exactly, it's just like it's its own thing. And that's why that's why I really hope that you know people out there that didn't play Majora's Mask and own an N sixty four maybe pass by it really play it on 3ds because or get it on the virtual console whatever because that game man you know like there's a lot of revisionist history about majora's mass too just like there's about wind waker because i love the wind waker when it came out as well and uh, a lot of people you know Zelda. a lot of people remember that from yeah. from the message boards back and they sell calling it Zelda very derogatorily and uh you know majora's mass a lot of people were like this game is dark and i don't know i'm already i don't care about it in 64 i don't care anymore. about the moon um I think I hope people out there really give it a chance. But I'm gonna I'm gonna buy the Majora's Mask re-release. I'm just gonna play it on my on my 3ds. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna regret that. I remember I bought it just because the screen's so small. I'm not saying because you. I bought Majora's Mask from my friend, and I didn't have an expansion pack, so I just ah. bought the, just the cart from him. And I was that sucks, stupid dude. and young and didn't understand. And I was like, "What That'll is be happening?" But eventually, I figured it. The out. The opposite happened to me in high school. So I was a senior. I was done with Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask was, I think, Majora's Mask and Doctor Mario were the last two N64 games I bought. Doctor Mario was a really late release. That was right? really late. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think you those did, were the, you didn't wait for Conquer. The those were the two last ones. I think Conquer yeah. was after Majora's Mask. Yeah, Conquer's, Conquer was like. The, la- the light at the end of the tunnel, and I had to give up on it. So like, that was like 2001, wait, I guess. I this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. I can't. Yeah, I no, I didn't, I didn't buy Conquer. Um, so yeah, Majora's Mask and I think Dr. Mario came out in the fall of 2000. I think those were the last two games I bought. And in spring of 2001, right? Yeah, I was in high school. I had I had a friend of mine who needed like borrowed my Majora's Mask um, and borrowed my expansion pack and gave me Majora's Mask back later, but never gave me my expansion pack mm. back. And it's, to this day, my N64 doesn't have an expansion pack. Although I don't think I played N64 you know much after, after that so <laughs> that was the end of that yeah. i think the last game that i remember coming out on the n64 was tony hawk pro skater 3 and i was like guys also like a port just stop like it's, <laughs> it's over. over give it give it up let it go so speaking of old games coming back uh wii games are coming to wii u so oh you've been able to play wii games if you put the disc in and go into wii mode on the wii u it's and play the game it's a it's a rigmarole but now you can buy them at discounted price to play straight from the Wii U, like downloaded version. And some of these are rare games. So right? we got Mario Galaxy 2, Punch-Out, Donkey Kong Country Returns, and Metroid Prime Trilogy. Yeah, so Metroid Prime Tri- Trilogy is like going for like $100 on disc. So. But that's the thing, not anymore. Like it's the oh, they GameSpot did a re-release oh, okay. of it. So it's like the, I mean, the original like Steelcase version is, you can still sell that for a lot of money. But you can get the game pretty easily if you wanted to. Because um, they games. did reprints, but really good games. these games are coming out, and uh, I don't know how what the American price is. It's like twenty pounds, so like thirty thirty five dollars, and it'll be half off uh, the first week they're up. So that's cool. And uh, right I, now, Galaxy Two is live. So can I play right Galaxy Two with the Pro Controller? So they said that that not all of these things, but. Some of them you can, and they make it sound like Mario Galaxy 2 Mar- is one of them. It's funny, though, because I, I feel you on that. Yeah. I feel you on that very much, but to me, Galaxy and Galaxy 2, which are both 10s to mm-hmm. me, like me those too. games are just 
just so absolutely good. immaculate. Those are immaculate. Yeah, I remember being so blown away by Galaxy. Like, yeah. how, and then how two comes game. out, and you're like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, you did it again. Yeah, it's awesome. Like it's a really awesome game, and I think that those those are the rare games where I was like, I didn't mind playing with the the, the nunchuck because, um, you know, it's just it whatever. Yeah, it, it did. It really didn't bother me. Mm. Yeah. I was bothered. Oh, no. I was ready to be done with it. Oh man, you're crazy, Greg. Um, but yeah, this this is one of those things where it's like, all right, cool. This is not what I wanted at all. What Give do you me, want? I would want an HD. Like remastered oh, you, oh, edition okay. of Galaxy One and Two together. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Like they're still cooking on that. Don't yeah, worry. you, you. Well, I don't know. I mean, this is like not a good sign for that. No, I, I agree with him actually. I think. I mean, I, in the sense that, well, I think that the resources for whatever 3D Mario team is is obviously they're making a new one. So it's. it's I don't need. I don't want them to make it. I want them to make a a so you, real Mario game. I want. So you want like else, a second or third party the, to the to Wind Blue Waker? Point. You want Blue Point out there doing yeah, it? Yeah, who did do this? Uh, the Wind Waker port. I don't even know. I don't even I don't know. know. Miyamoto all by himself. <laughs> but, like, whoever did that, I want them to do a Galaxy 1 and 2 thing. And here's the other thing. Just Galaxy 2? All right. Let me play one of the games. Yeah. The better one, in my opinion. But, really? I don't know. It's upsetting. Yeah, they'll. Tr- I'm sure they'll trickle more games out or whatever. I'd like to see some third-party Wii games on there as well, but... Uh, Zach and Wiki would be a nice one. It's Zach one, and Wiki. It's one of my favorite. Wow, That's one yeah. of my favorite Wii games. But you want to talk about IGN campaigning for a game. <laughs> Mark Bozon, Matt Cassimacino. That game was awesome. All, I know Zach and Wiki was great, but they were like it was hard beating the drum. on. Yeah, that was the main thing people underestimated. Oh, it's really so cute. It's going to be fun for everybody. You're getting like, well, how the hell do I open this tre- chest? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that game was cool. It would be cool. And I like, you know, I want to give a sh- I hope that on Wii U eventually... One of the mo- one of the coolest games I think that was maybe didn't really pan out very well, but it was interesting and I enjoyed just kind of experiencing was Endless Ocean. And I would like, and I know they made I think a second one, but I'd like to see them like really explore that that again, do it with the gamepad and kind of do something intuitive and cool because that was a really nice idea for a game. So it would be cool to see them do something like that again. That was that was really unique. I never played it. That was a really unique game. It was just you were just in the water, just doing your thing, just hanging out, swimming around, like finding fish. So was it like Echo? Uh, Echo the Dolphin. Yeah. Uh. No, because Echo the Dolphin had like a point to it, <laughs> and like a beginning and an end. Endless Ocean was endless ocean. Uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was like it was. I remember being so excited when I got that game. Yeah, and I was like, uh, that was like when I was still in my Wii mode, and I was. Uh, but it was cool. It was just Wii a weird. Mode. It was just a weird trippy game. Yeah. The last uh, bit of news is the first Nintendo cross buy game, Mario versus Donkey Kong. So you mm. can buy it. It's on 3DS. It's on the Wii U. Cool. Doesn't do anything for you. Doesn't do anything. What for is me. out of what is the gameplay of Mario vs. Donkey? Kong? Uh, it's like the old Donkey Kong games. Okay, kind of. And then yeah, it's just like do you ever play the Game Boy Donkey Kong? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like that. Okay, just expanded and like crazy. Okay. Just making sure and stuff. I'm happy it's cross by. Like that's a step. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> it's a step in a I, direction. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if cross by is a PlayStation trademark term. Do you think? I'm sure when it's hyphenated and both are uppercase, yes. But outside of that, no. Yeah, I, wa- yeah, it's I like, wonder. What, isn't it? Yeah, Marvel has the trademark on superheroes spelled a certain way, and it's like, all right, well, really? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. All right, next up, Microsoft wants to bring back classic rare franchises. That'd be great. And uh, there's a lot of things going towards this right now. Like last week, one of the composers of Rare's music, yeah, said that 2015 is going to be a really big year for them. And then now. This Microsoft dude, he's saying, like, dude, Banjo-Kazooie, Battletoads, Perfect Dark, Viva Pinata, they're going to come someday. They're just trying to find developers passionate about the projects. This is cool. It is cool. I, I have questions about... It's clear what IP they own and what IP came with them when Microsoft bought them and what didn't. What I'm most curious about is, especially, like, their most prolific output in terms of games made was during the NES era. They made, like, 25 games. And a lot of people don't realize that for some reason. Yeah, what were some um, of the... 
I mean, their biggest games on NES were Wizards and Warriors, but they did like Cobra Triangle and Snake Rattle and Roll, and like they did a bunch of anticipation, like a lot of games. Um, I'm curious, like how far back the ownership is attached with the IP to Rare. In other words, Nintendo published a lot of their games, and they made games for Amiga and stuff too. But um, I wonder who owns Wizards and Warriors. Like that would be you don't hear that name thrown around very much. Yeah. I have to assume that Nintendo owns that name, but that was their like. Everyone always talks about Jet Force, Gemini, or something like that. Like, is like really, you know, or Donkey Kong Country, like when they really became rare. But like, Wizards and Warriors was huge, mm-hmm. and a lot of people forget that they made those games. Um, so I'd love to see them go way back, go way back to Wizards <laughs> and Warriors, and do something like that, or do Cobra Triangle, or something really, really wild and weird. But who the hell owns those IPs? Are long dormant. So can you imagine seeing a trailer for Xbox One Wizards and Warriors? That'd be awesome. Like, that'd a, be insane. That would be like a. It would be so cool. Like a. Uh, like a. Almost like a MOBA or something. You could do like whatever you wanted with yeah, that, yeah. but it's, but they're gonna have problems because Rare's talent. I mean, they're still very. T- I, mean, I don't mean to disparage people at Rare. They're very talented people over there, but the talent that made those games that people love are long gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it's just an empty shell, right, yeah. of the title, and then it's trying to live up to that. That's the problem. Like, remember when they re-released GoldenEye? Yeah. And everybody's leading up to like GoldenEye's back. Yeah, and then nobody cared when it came out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that wasn't Rare though. Sure. That, that was the I opposite know. side of the the issue. Um. But yeah, I mean, Killer Instinct, people like that, you know, like the the fans of it yeah. are into it. Like Destin, Destin loved Killer Instinct. Sure. Right? But the killer, did Rare do Killer Instinct, the new one? Because I thought that was uh, that was, that uh, was uh, the guys that did the Borderlands 2 port. Um, yeah. I guess same Tw- issue then. Twin Galaxies. Galaxies. Twin Galaxies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, Iron Galaxies. Or not Iron Galaxies. Iron Twin Galaxies, Galaxies is the leaderboard. Yeah. <laughs> they the didn't do anything. Leaderboard. They no, didn't no. do anything. Iron Galaxy, that's right. Iron Galaxy. Yeah, so, but uh, Rare did the Viva Pinata mm-hmm. on last gen. Mm-hmm. And when Viva Pinata is a game a select group of people really love and talk about. I mean, Christine Steimer loves that game. Yeah. You know Alfredo what I mean? Alfredo Diaz. Like, yeah, yeah, right? Loves that Making game. Making Caterpillars make out. Yeah, yeah, everybody loves it. But like, <laughs> and that that would be an easier one to come on to. But I mean, to come on to Battletoads, to come on to Perfect Dark and yeah, try to make these games. Like, are, yeah. Oh, yeah, and Perfect Dark. It's like... Perfect Dark Zero. That was a huge hit. Mm, yeah. I feel like and they even were specifically talking about like maybe making Perfect Dark a third-person like stealth game. And it's like, that could that could have some potential. Like the characters in the world of Perfect Dark, they're fun and cool. I just don't know if they're, you know, still primed for 2015. Like those are definitely some 90s ass characters. Yeah, yeah. It's like I almost it's it's interesting. I think Ki was a really interesting kind of case study in terms of that was clearly an IP that they Microsoft received with the acquisition of Rare. Uh, Rare was clearly smart enough, I guess, to hold on to those IPs when they were making those games for SNES. But. Um, like, what does it like? What does it mean that they didn't even make Killer Instinct? Like, in other words, what is the involvement? Of, like, it's almost like when they bought Rare, they got the IP that was way more valuable than the studio. And like to me, Rare doesn't mean anything anymore. So it's 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 like who cares? Like, like in a way, it's like take the IP and give them the you know Rare is maybe capable of making these games, but they've not been uh, allowed the chance to shine. They've been making like connected ventures and, and like weird things like yeah. that. It's like, why would you ever, ever do that to that studio? You just gutted that studio and gutted its legacy. So take the games and give them the studios that have shown capability of, of treating them kindly, like Jet Force Gemini or um, Banjo, obviously. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be rare. Like the IP is more valuable than the rare name at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there well, are kids I mean, that grew like up have no kinda, idea what rare is. They kind of know that. They, this is all about them wanting to bring back the franchises and finding the right fits to make those games. So I, I think that could be cool. Like for me specifically, Battletoads, like just that the idea of playing a Battletoads now excites me. Like I just like them as characters and like that that world. It's very it's Ninja Turtles, but it's not Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Cool. Sign me up. Yeah. Unlockable wonder- in the game would be the original game, of course. That'd be awesome. Yeah, great. 
<laughs> I, I, I wonder, I really wonder the resonance that a lot of these, I think as we get older, I think especially Greg and I, like we're just old. Like, we are old. Battletoads meant something back in the day, like when it came out in NES. I mean, that NES game, as we talked about, is just notoriously hard. Games bullshit. But like, you know, it's like one of the few games I can go back and it just beats my ass that motorcycle or that like, you know, everyone knows that part. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, to me, it's like what what value does Battletoads really have today? Microsoft has to be very smart with what they do. Like, Battletoads doesn't mean anything anymore. You know, yeah. like it, it might be cool, but it's like. It'd be like DuckTales remastered. I was just about to say, DuckTales is a perfect example. Where Everybody it's like, gets super stoked. It makes the video, and oh my god, it's back, and then it comes on, and it doesn't make any waves. And no one, no one plays. Yeah. You know, no one yeah, and it, wasn't, it was good, but it wasn't like, the original's way, way better, you know? And right. that, was, that was like a frame-for-frame frame remake of the, of the original. It wasn't even like a new game. So it was a new game in its own way, but it was the same, you know, same kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so to me, I, I wonder, like, how far back can you really conceivably go? Like, we were talking about Wizards and Warriors. That would be funny, but, like, that doesn't mean anything to anyone. The... the Battletoads doesn't mean anything to anyone. Cobra Triangle doesn't mean anything to anyone. Uh, you know, you have to maybe go back to Donkey Kong Country, but obviously Donkey Kong's really with Retro yeah. now. You have to... So, it's like, can you go back to Jet Force Gemini, Perfect no. Dark? They ruined I Perfect Dark not. with that Xbox 360 launch po- game. It's, you know what I'm saying? At it's this like, point, what you're taking you... developers and you're like, can you make a third-person shooter? All right, make it Perfect Dark. And it's like, well, just let them make a game. Like, yeah. if we're starting from scratch, or there's going to be so much baggage to the name that either it's going to be, oh, last Perfect Dark sucked, or the last... I remember Perfect Dark 964 and I loved it. Like... Either way, there's now a stigma attached to it. Just let them make a game. Yeah. I think Banjo-Kazooie, too. It's like, you know, everyone wanted another one, and they did the one last Nuts and bolts. Yeah, and it just wasn't what people wanted. And it's like, well, that could have just been a different franchise completely. Yeah. People might have enjoyed it a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But then there's the other side of it. Well, maybe it did as well as it did. Because of the Just because of Banjo. But I mean, the beauty of this situation for Microsoft is that, and you see this with the Phantom Dust, you know, announcement, which is a game that sold, like, fewer than 100,000 copies, but it's getting, like, a remake. The... Microsoft seems eager now that it's kind of gotten older. In ter- I mean, Microsoft's an old company from you know the Albuquerque days in the late seventies. But the, the, the in terms of Xbox two thousand sorry two thousand two thousand one really when it became you know when it was really a thing, they look like they want to celebrate their heritage a little bit more. And the beauty is that they can't go much further back than Halo, um, but they can with Rare because of the IP they own. And it seems like that is that they have the propensity and the eagerness to to do that where they can and when they can. So. Uh, and Phantom Dust is the obvious thing to that. Although the Blinks IP kind of going away, because Blinks is uh, bl- their trademark on Blinks is expired, so they're obviously not making a new one. Um, which is the other IP that people always talked about. Right. In other words, like they're not old enough to have like ancient IP, but Rare is, and so I think that they just want to go back and see like what they can do. But I, I I agree with you guys in the sense that it's just smarter to make a new game and use your talented developers internally and second party to to make what they want to make. It doesn't have to be like Phantom Dust is interesting, but. What is it doing? Like, why why lock it into that? Why not let them just make an RPG that they want to make? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I would want just like a small. I don't want need a full like crazy retail game, but like a, a Battletoads that's just like a, a downloadable game. That's what I want. I just want a small little bit for the, you know, thousands of people that do care about it and do remember. Yeah. Because yeah, you're right. We're not gonna win new people over with Battletoads, <laughs> but I mean, like, it'll be it'll be fun. I mean, it'll be cool. It'll be like the. It'll be the zeitgeist for a little while for old people. Yeah, but you don't want like. I mean, it's the same thing like Killer you don't Instinct. You need Greg and I. You need you need your fifteen year old kids and like yeah, Killer Instinct was cool and it was a different kind of model and people liked it. and It was a sound fighting game, but again, that was a weird. I mean, Killer Instinct never had like. There's some revisionist history there too because Killer Instinct like knowing like Killer Instinct was cool. Clay Fighters was cool. All these random ass games that came out in the mid '90s that were fighting games, but no one cared about them really. Like it was, it was. It was they, cool to watch the fatalities, whatever the hell they call yeah, them. They like, weren't fatalities. Like Street, so, yeah. everyone liked Street Fighter, and everyone liked you know Samurai Showdown. So like those were the serious fighting games, not 
Killer Instinct. So again, yeah. it's like going back and like making something new again that wasn't really that exciting to begin with. But it's the same thing as DuckTales because I remember at E3 when they when we first saw a trailer, everyone lost their shit. They're like, oh my god, it's Killer Instinct. And then, then yeah, no one played it. So, I don't know. Next up, the PS4 is now bundled with Last of Us. Ooh. $400. I like this. Yeah. That's a very, very smart move on their part. So my Might have been smarter to, guys, to do it when you launched the game, but... Yeah, exactly. I understand. Guys, how sure. important is this? Do you think this will last forever? Because how th- some, things, some sites have worded this is that this is a forever thing. Yeah. It seems like they made it, as far as when I read the blog, the PlayStation blog, it seemed like that was the status quo for now, was that the game just comes with the system. Yeah. And then the other thing is, how important are game console bundles? These days, they're, I don't think they're that important. Back in the back in the day, they were hugely they important because yeah, games deal. were way more expensive. So, like, you know, when you bought an NES in 1986 for $200, adjusted for inflation, that's like $370, $380. And then the cartridges were $30, $40, $50, $60, $70, $80, depending on how big the game was, which is all of those would be more expensive than any game released today. So... The bundle of like Mario Duck Hunt or Mario Duck Hunt track, you know, track me and all those kinds of stuff later on Mario Three, like those mattered because it saved people real money. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying sixty dollars today is not real money, but I'm saying like it was a little more, uh, it was a little crazier back then. Uh, cartridges were really expensive. I think that the further you get along, uh, bundled bundles became less and less important. Super Nintendo bundles were important. Sonic, Sonic with Genesis is arguably the most important yeah. uh, bundle ever released. Um, in the sense of that, you know, Gen- everyone forgets Genesis came out in '89. Uh, two years Beast. before SNES came out, it came with Ultra Beast, which is arguably one of the worst games of all time. And uh, that game sucks. That game sucks. Why are you from your uh, I, Have you ever played Ultra Beast? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that game yeah, fucking yeah. sucks. Not a fan. That game's like literally a one. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and it, SNES came out, and Gen- Genesis was going to lose, and Sonic turned their fortunes around bundling that in, and it almost acted like they just pretended like the console never existed. Yeah. You know? It was a relaunch. Yeah, it was brand it, new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was a really important thing. But it's time. And then, you know, Mario with N64 and. But today, it's like, no, I don't really think it matters. The, yeah. the thing nowadays is that there's so many bundles. You know what I mean? They come along so... And we're coming off this thing right now. You had the Destiny PS4 bundle, and you had another one. What was your, There was a buy one, get one at, 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 during Christmas and the holidays. I think it's important right now in terms of people who have been on the fence. Here's this game that's a perfect 10. It's a game of the year, arguably a masterpiece. You know, everybody loves this game, and now it's in there. So if you were waiting, you're like, ah, $400 seems a lot for Justice System, and I'm not interested in Destiny. Now that it's packed in, right, it's like, well, all right. Because I remember, like, I forget what it was, what console it was where I was buying it. My mom was like, there's no they don't, there's no game in this? You know what I mean? Like, that is a, uh, to a non-gamer, somebody who just, like, knows a little bit about video games, it is an interesting proposition. It is more value, arguably, than what you were getting oh, yeah, out of no, before. definitely. I think there's a lot of value there. But I think that the, the exciting thing about The Last of Us coming with PS4 is that The Last of Us is a 10. The Last of Us is arguably the best PlayStation exclusive of all time. It's arguably the best PS3 game, best PS4 game. Naughty Dog's best game. It's like it's like it's it's a lot of bests, and it's the best bundled in, regular bundled in game, not like a special kind of yeah, offer yeah. or whatever. Since maybe like Super Mario World, you know. Mm-hmm. So like it's like that's pretty significant. I think it's gonna have people in the door. The cooler thing for Sony is that it, from a business standpoint, it makes a lot of sense because it's a first party game. They don't have to pay licensing fees. They don't owe anything to Naughty Dog to put it in the box. They're gonna get more copies out there, which will inflate their sales numbers. So there's like a lot of reasons for them to do it as well. It's not like it's uh. They're bundling in Battlefield or something, and then they have to split the money with Dice and yeah. yeah, It's basically just—it's not free money. They just don't have. It's there's no there's a negligent cost, and they're just proliferating right. it's the a good console. Number booster exactly. In general, with eighteen and a half million PS4s out there, probably more like nineteen million now. 
they're just trying to saturate the market and they're doing a really nice job. I mean, the market saturation 14 months in is just as good as it was with Wii 14 months in, although Wii was heavily supply constrained. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a it's a nice move. It's a good move. It's a logical move, and I wouldn't expect that it's going to be the last time Sony does this. It's just 2015 looks a little barren right now for f- exclusives for Sony. I think a lot of their studios are not ready yet. I think Media Molecule is not ready. I don't think Gorilla is ready with their new game. Obviously, they're going to probably make a new Kill Zone. Uh, Polyphony is not ready. So you know we have the Order and we have Bloodborne, which both come from second party studios that are exclusive. And the only first party exclusive that we know about that's coming out in 2015 is Uncharted. Which Greg and I don't, you know, especially Greg doesn't think it's even going to come out in 2015. So this is a nice way to say, like, well, here's, here's a game. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, relax and enjoy yourself and get online and spend some time with it. Yeah. I think the most important bundle ever is the Wii with Wii Sports. Mm. Yeah. That's a good one. That is an that's a great really point. point. Yeah. That's a great yeah, point. Yeah. Because that, that's the one that, uh, you know, no one, no one wanted that. No one, like, well, I mean, everyone was excited for it. But I don't think, like, the majority of people would have bought the Wii and bought that game. But the fact that it came with it, everyone played it. Everyone had that shared experience, and I think that that's really kind of what got the the fervor up about the Wii. Yeah, it's and a fantastic, that's the one that proved that, game. That's yeah. the one that I was talking about, right? That's I bought my Wii for the virtual console and for Zelda and for you know the, the laundry list of other games. And when I brought it home, and that's what my mom wanted to play. That's what we all played. Is this cool thing? Make this character. And then when she found out, that's bundled with the system, right? Yeah. Like that was it. And that's why the attach rate was so terrible on the Wii. Is yet all these casual gamers flood the market to buy it and not never need to buy a game. Yeah. They essentially were buying that the Wii Sports machine. It was one toy. Yeah, yeah, it was the Wii Sports toy. Yeah. My first bundle was my first console ever, which was the Super Nintendo that came with Mario All-Stars Plus World, mm. which my favorite cart of all time. If you, if I had to choose my favorite video game and it had to be one physical thing, it would be that. Because you get Mario 1, Mario 2, Mario 2 America, Mario 3. Mario 2 America. And Mario World. Well, Mario 2, our, our Mario 2 is called Mario USA. In Japan, mm-hmm. uh, but it's yeah, five great games. Yeah, well, Lost Levels isn't. I don't know if it's a great game. It's it's it's, it it's I love it. It's a good game. Yeah, it's just like a mod, uh-huh. but uh, it's yeah, like no, a ROM I, hack. But yeah, Wii Sports. That's a great point. That's a really great point. And Wii Sports is the best selling game of all time because of that. So it's it's um, you know, kind of tricky in that sense. But yeah, that was the proving ground. At the same time, it was the reason why people bought the console and the attach rate ended up being abysmal and stuff like that. So it was a kind of a blessing and a curse. But I think it's a blessing for Nintendo in terms of their bank account because. They have like what fifteen billion plus dollars mm-hmm. in cash on hand from the success of the Wii and the DS. Um, yeah, it's a nice point. That's a nice point. Yeah, but I think bundles generally. I don't know. I don't. Maybe it's just because I'm older and we have like you know we have disposable income now, which we didn't when we were kids, and maybe our perspective is just a little skewed because of that. But this is exciting, and it's it's a zero. It's kind of like it doesn't add any any cost to it. It just gives you more value, and so that's always nice. But is that going to get any more anyone to buy a PS4? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I there's feel like everyone's played The Last sure. of Us. Yeah, but there's people on the fence for sure who are waiting or not, right? You know what I mean? Like, that didn't know what they were getting into. They didn't want to jump into. They, they're waiting to see how it all pans out. Not to know that you get this amazing game right off the bat. I think it helps. Is Last of Us the right game for that, though? In terms of... Hmm, I mean, I, here's the problem with PlayStation 4's lineup in general. is I don't think there's a, a, a title you can put in there that makes sense to everyone. Mm-hmm. Super Mario World makes sense to everyone. Wii Sports makes sense to everyone. My friend hit me up the other day, and he's like, my son, seven years old, is getting into video games. What console would you recommend? And I was like, well... And I went through all of them. Like, I guess the Wii U, honestly. Because like, they have two kids who are younger, and, or three actually now, that are all going to come up and want to play stuff too. And it's the multiplayer machine, and it's cutesy for everybody, and this, that, and the other. And it's good. And he's like, uh-huh. And, oh, and it's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying all that. I'm just, you know, but I mean, yeah. the fact that Mario appeals to you all ages, right? Whereas I'm like, 
there's good games here and there's multiplayer stuff on PS4, but I'm thinking it's Towerfall Ascension and it's bloody and it's got arrows and, it's, and he's like, yeah, that's not what you know we're gonna want to do and stuff. And he's he was looking to future proof, right? Like buy a console, but it's like he's not an only child and he's not entering his teens anytime soon. So it really seems like the Wii U would be the right way to go because mm-hmm. I just can't wrap my head around coming up with a bunch of fun family-friendly games for the PS4 or Xbox One that are ages 7 and down. You know what I mean? And then even if you want to go up a couple years, 10 and down. Like I just, yeah. It was like, ugh, I don't know if that's the right investment for you guys. Yeah. So I think it's a little different these days where it's not so much that the, the game and console matter. I think that the people use it more to sell different collector's editions of the consoles. And I think that started last gen, really, with uh, Halo mm-hmm. and stuff. When uh, I think the Halo Elite. Like, so there's the, the Elite. green one? Uh, yeah, for Halo 3. Yeah. But then there was the Elite Edition, the black uh, Xbox 360. Right. And it's just like, I mean, even going back to N64, well, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong 64 had the the green N64, the green, come yeah. on. That, the Pikachu one. Legit. Yeah, they had a bunch yeah, of them. They had a lot Pikachu, of them. Pikachu, yeah, yeah. horrendous looking monstrosity. That's what both is cool and sucks about the industry, right? Is that like we, we jump on board, we're super excited, and then you know down the line there's going to be these amazing editions. I was going to look at... Uh, the Xbox 360 Slim model that then they did the R2-D2 one. Oh, yeah. And it's like, man, I don't even care that much about Star Wars, but that is a dope system. Yeah. I would lo- you know what I mean? Like, that's really cool looking. And mm-hmm. then, you know, now you're getting into it with, like, we saw the PS4 Dragon Slime or Dragon Quest Slime. Yeah, you know the, what I mean? Yeah, stuff. I was like, all right, that's really, really cool. Yeah, it's oh, awesome. Frozen it's PS4. Awesome. Yeah, your Frozen oh, PS4. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Metal but, Gear so, PS4. So, like, my, like, Alfredo, he loves Halo. And I remember he all, every single time a new Halo would come out, there'd be the new one. He's like, damn it. Yeah, yeah. Like, ah, oh, this sucks. And uh, I feel like now it's even more interesting where with both Xbox One and PS4, there's the white versions with the bundles. They're the Sunset Overdrive and the and um, Destiny. 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 And it's just like, that's great for the people that were on the fence because I think that is the game changer. It's, oh, I was on the fence and I get the new cool fancy one. Right, 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 and right. And right. it's crazy how that works. When you yeah. have one, you want the other yep. so bad. Yep, yep, it's yep. just like, that's crazy because most of these people, when the Wii came out, they wanted the black one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, now it's like complete opposite. Why? Just because you had the other one. Oh, the consumer, we're all consumers. We're all fickle. Yeah. So it's yeah, it goes that way. I, that's why I just don't get involved in the and okay, like with the the PS you know the, that beautiful PS4 anniversary edition is awesome. But like yeah, people are so excited about it. I was like I don't know, it's fine. Like I like it, 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 the the innards are the same. I'm not like just you know bringing people over be like hey check out my PS4s. And this that great? was the first that was you the know? first new console that I can think of where I was like I will buy that. And then of course you know I couldn't buy it. <laughs> but I would have oh, bought but that. Boy, one. did we try? I would have bought that one not to flip and sell, but just to have because I did like that one enough to be like that. That's really cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're all cool. It's just like, a, you know, the you put it put the sure, PS4 it, innards inside an Atari. I don't care. Like yeah, it's it, going it's, it's, it's it's to go on your entertainment shelf and you're you know, you're not going to see the detail and do all these cool things with it. But it's like, god, that's yeah. really cool. What I wanted the most from it was just this, the boot up sound and they gave us that on yeah. all yeah, the yeah, other yeah, ones. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I can I can deal with this. But oh, I wanted that. I remember the day that the, it came out, I refreshed that page. I was yeah. up. There was like a four-hour period of me trying to get that damn thing. Yeah, yeah you and everyone else in the friggin' world. Yeah. But like, I didn't stop. I was PlayStation just, experience is just people wandering around looking at their phones like, it's in my cart, but yep. I can't get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was hard. All right. Last topic for today. Now, this is an ever-evolving show. Right. So let us know what you what you think about it. We're trying mm. to do something different than the Game Over Greggy show, which is each of us bring a topic. This is more just looking at the news and then trying to divide it up into four topics. What I want to try today is the last topic being a bunch of little little tidbits mm. of news. Mm. So we can The light about. timning round? Hodge, hodgepodge. Light tim? hodgepodge. It's like I'm light trying. Yeah, it's trying. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. So we're going to start off with news that I really care about. That, you know what? 
Let's just, so call, an anime, let's just call this Disney. section the news I care about. The news Tim cares about. The Timming. Yes. Kingdom Timber. Hearts 3, coming in 2015, according to Goofy. No way. There's no way in hell that game's coming out this year. So that's the thing. We've <laughs> talked about this on the show two weeks ago when we were talking about the games we're excited for in 2015. And I named this game because, you know, they're pretending it's going to come out this year. Oh, they're pretending good. They're doing a good pretend game here. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't think it's going to happen. But it's crazy that they would let this happen, where they somehow let a voice actor say this stuff. That's the problem is you can't rein voice actors in. You have so much going on with that game, let alone a language barrier, let alone the da 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 da, da. Like, By the time you get out to these voice actors, I totally get that what a – it's like what who said what? Yeah. All right. They don't – I mean they're what not – What am I allowed to game. say? What am I not exactly. allowed to say? Yeah. And that's why like when we were talking to Troy yesterday on the you know Colin and Greg Live and then the Game Over Greggy show, is I would set question was like – I don't know how much you can say on this because I got to imagine for them it's incredibly hard to keep that straight. Yeah. And it's so easy when you're at an event for someone you're, – you're promoting one game and someone feeds you a question about another game and it's like, has that been – I've asked questions before and like – and I'm like, no, no, they talked about this here here and I have to like cite my sources that I already know this exists. I'm like, oh, okay, then this is the answer, you know? Yeah, and it, you know, going from the other side of it, you know, we've been at IGN for so long or we were at IGN for so long that we get all this information, we know all this stuff, we talk about it day in and day out, and it's so familiar to us, and then someone else will be in the room, and we're talking about it as if everyone knows. Right, right, right. And it's right. like, oh, man. Or there'll be some other things where everyone just assumes that we know everything, even though we don't. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, just because I, I work at IGN, I'm like, I do not know the inner workings of what media molecule is up to. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we know a lot of stuff, but yeah, it's, 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 uh, yeah, it is, it's hard for us to keep that kind of stuff straight, yeah. for sure. And, and, like, this is weird because... Square might be playing an interesting game here where the game's ready, but it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Like that we we've this Square is notoriously slow and Kingdom Hearts three there's just no way that game can come out this year. Like it doesn't make any sense. Unless they've been ma- making it in secret for four years, it doesn't make like any and they just have another team that no one knows about like making it that then I guess it's possible. The thing is that because of the language barrier and just the culture of Japanese game developers, like secrets are very well kept over there. Mm-hmm. But um you know him saying stuff like, well, my voice acting is done. Like, of course it is. It should have been done like three years ago. That That's like the first thing you do. The writer writes the game and you record the voices. It's like when you... But make they do a, come like, back for pickups a lot. That, that's true. But but like the the game's written, the game is recorded like a cartoon, and then they animate and make the game, you know? Like, and and just like they make pickups if they need to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, so it, it's like, that's like... I, a, I, if that's the reasoning, and I'm not necessarily saying that is the reasoning, but he does bring that up. Like, that's not strong reasoning. Like, the, the, the voices for The Last of Us were probably done... They did pick it, I'm sure, but I'm sure they recorded all the mocap and stuff literally three years before the game came out. It's not like, you yeah. know, it's not like it's that's like a monumental thing to, to, to cite to say like, well, the game's coming out this year because my voices are done. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But th- he's also saying that that's what he's heard from other people. And that's, you know, I'm like, it, it's funny because the Square has set the stage for it by releasing, as we said, HG Remix 1.5 and 2.5 in sequence to kind of bring everyone up to date on 3. And it would be a little weird for 3 to not come out this year in the sense that the gap would be very big in that if they didn't release it, but like who the hell is making the game and where is it? Like, I don't, I don't understand that, you know, with the, the way that the teams for final fantasy 15 and kingdom hearts three seem to be mixed up. Yeah. Um, and final like, what, like so one game has to come out first and like they, they can work on both of them and neither of them will come out. Um, as we've seen with versus. So yeah. I don't know. It's a weird, that's a weird story to me. Yeah. That's my thing is I, I have a feeling that neither are coming out this year. Oh yeah. I don't think so either. And they're just acting like both are, but I mean, what I mean, are they like? It's funny because, like, what are what do we think they're doing to say that? Like, because this, this is kind of the way I've been interpreting it too when I've been talking to people. Like, what are they doing to act like they're coming out this year? You know, like it's like they've been so cagey about fifteen. Like, 
that game is so weird to me. Yeah. That, that game is so weird. It looks weird. It looks beautiful, but it looks like a weird game. The game's been in development forever. They have new people on it doing their thing. It's, you know, it's on its way. But it's like to me, they're just being. I don't think Square Enix is being like acting like anything to me personally. I think they're just like being like I don't, they don't know <laughs> things. You know? Uh, we're doing stuff. It's uh, common. Fifty-five percent. Here's a Final Fantasy thirteen ten. If you wanted that, yeah. But, yeah. And, no, and everybody's like, no, we don't want. No, that. No, 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 we don't want that yeah. stuff, guys. Yeah, I still think next year is fifteen and two thousand seventeen is Kingdom Hearts, but it two thousand seventeen. But yeah, it's. I hate how accurate that might be. But I could be wrong. I, I I said I could be wrong. I'm wrong about a lot of stuff, and and I and uh, I hope I'm wrong because I know people are really eager for that game. People seem way more eager for Kingdom Hearts 3 than Final Fantasy 15. Um, Final Fantasy's worn out us welcome lately. Oh, putting out yeah. all these games and Tell not the about, games people want. Yeah. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts has been in limited supply, so people are still into it. Yeah, well, limited. no. It's the same thing with Kingdom Hearts. They're putting out all these games, and they're not the ones people want. Yeah, but the core, core Kingdom Hearts games are the ones people want. Those 3DS or the DS games even are, you know, 365 over two days, <laughs> yeah. whatever. They're just like, trying to come up with as many different ways to not call it three as humanly possible. The thing with that is people keep getting on me about this. I'm not saying those are bad games. I know like so many people enjoy them and the handful of them that I've played, I, I do like them. It's just, I want the story to progress and it not just be like retreading similar ideas in the same worlds and stuff. Just to, like, Oh, this one's a dream. And Oh, right, this right. one's a card game. And it's like, okay, give me the new stuff. Yeah, I think they finally got the message. But I think they got the message too late, and so that's why I don't think the game comes out this year. It would be incredible. I mean, incredible if a game of that scope, you assume, could be done this quickly by a team that is working on another game. Yeah. <laughs> like, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. All right, next up, guys. Game Changer, Flappy Bird, coming to arcades. To arcades. To arcades. Everything's coming up. I mean, all, like you have you been to Dave & Buster's? It's all iPhone games. Doodle exactly. Jump and all this crap on there. And that's the weirdest thing is I remember back in the day arcades were a big deal. That was You'd the experience. There. That was the marquee experience. It's like yep. what I'm always talking about with the movies, right? They'll be around. It'll just be different experiences there. Exactly. And it's, you know, especially there was the, in the early 90s, arcades were huge. And then it, they kind of dipped off a bit. But then there was like a resurgence with the peripherals, with Dance Dance Revolution, mm-hmm. Time mm-hmm. Crisis. Um, the skateboarding game where you actually stand on the skateboard. Right, right, right. I forgot what that was called. Top Skateboard or something like that. Anyways, like, those were the games, like, that was experiences you could not get at home. Yeah. So you had to go to these places and do these things because DDR, you could play on the stupid shitty map, but, like, actually being there. Stupid shitty map. On the, 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 the real metal. Yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. Like, It was different. It was good. The boxing game before Wii and all that stuff. Right. Like, those were stuff that were worth the dollar, <laughs> you know? Um, but now... It's like, all right, you know those games that you play on your, your iPhone all day? You get to pay to play them here. Right, right, right. On well, this I guess giant you pay screen. to play them on your phone, too. But sure, but once, usually. Yeah. And it's so, over. The thing is, you know, we this all started, from what I've seen, with Guitar Hero. Like, the moment I saw Guitar Hero in arcades, I was like, all right. I mean, Guitar Freaks, that's been in there. Like, that was a, a staple in the late 90s yeah. and early 2000s. But even... I think Guitar Hero makes sense because there's a barrier to entry. You hear about Guitar Hero. You see somebody playing Guitar Hero. You're like, I'd love to try Guitar Hero. You can go out and do it there, right? But Flappy Bird's like the 99-cent investment you should have made well, again, when it was out. Guitar Hero, when it got to arcades, it was Guitar Hero 3. Yeah. So it's like, you, you played, you played it, it. You played it by yeah, now. Like, right, right, right. So that that was the, the beginning of the end. Well, arcades ended. But that was like just the sign of like, all right, this is a... Uh, not gonna right. go well for the anybody. most interesting arcade game I've seen in years was the Star Wars Battle Pod we saw at New York Comic Con where mm. you got in and it's like that IMAX like kind of wraparound screen and there's air blown in your face and like it was it was a very uh, 
Japanese uh, experience. Because when I went to Japan and played some of their arcade games, it's like rumbling seats and air blown in your face. And it's like, oh, I couldn't get this experience at home or on my phone or whatever. But when, yeah, you walk in, it's just one big button for doodle jump. You're like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, I think I think this shows, this kind of thing shows just the, the, the lack of viability of an arcade. Generally, that big publishers and developers have no interest, with the exception, I guess, Bandai Namco making that game. Uh, of making new arcade games. Arcades are even closing. Prominent arcades even in Japan are closing. And it's rare to see... There's great places that have old arcade games and stuff like that. But in other words, for places that still somehow are holding on, like Dave & Buster's, that's what they have to do. They're not going to get new games from any any worthwhile publishers Mm -hmm. and developers. So they have to go into these weird directions that are easily recognizable by people on dates in their early 20s and like, oh you know this is like, but like it, it's just it's a, it's just another death throw of this of this death of this, of this industry you know but it's, i was recently we were in la and we went to a dave and busters and it was just like walking into a a physical retail app store yeah and it's just nuts but the crazy thing about this is this game is literally one big red button yeah and you just hit it tap 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 you get tickets for it though Oh, cool. So good on them. Brian Albert should go and clean up. He was good at Flappy Bird. Oh, yeah. Brian Albert was a little too good at Flappy Bird. We called him Flappy Albert. So we got two more quick things. Okay. One, GTA 5 PC version delayed to March 24th from January 27th. Sort it out. They say, our apologize for the slight shift in the date, but the game requires a few extra weeks of testing and polish to make it as good as it can be. Moving a release date is never a decision we take lightly and a choice we only make when we know it's the best in the best interest of the game and our fans. Thanks, everyone, for your understanding, and we assure you these few extra weeks will be worth it when the game does arrive in March. Good on them. Yeah, of course. Like, this is one of those things where it's like, yeah, this sucks, but it's guess funny. what? This game is going to last forever it's for crazy and it's just weird that there's so i like when it happened for me obviously i'm a console fanboy so i was like whatever and like big deal like it's still not out that's weird and then like to see people flipping out i'm like are really it was are, are this many of the people who are, who are flipping out on twitter mm-hmm. really gonna play this like well, you know what i mean like i know that there's a huge pc mod community don't get me wrong i am not saying that there aren't pc players but i was seeing people i know who are heavily leaning console people like oh my god it's like Seems well, like you're just it's, reacting. It's the internet. Everyone has to be angry about everything all yeah, the time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, it's good. I, mean, I agree with you. Like in, in, in our patch, in, in, in our patch-heavy world, it's nice to see that. And I'm sure they'll still have a patch, but uh, it's nice to see that they're taking the extra time. And I'm, I can't imagine how tired that team is. Uh, but like, you know, just working on that game over and over again forever. Uh, but yeah, with it's important that they get the PC port right because it's the one that's going to live the longest. And so, um, right, for right, sure, right, right. Um, so it's really, really essential that they 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 get it right with that. And I think they know that that yeah. PC gamers are, I think, the hardest to please. Uh, that's nothing wrong with that. Um, and that the mod community with Grand Theft Auto is going to be huge, and that the game must be polished. Um, nothing wrong with that at all. So just wait a few weeks. Well, who cares? Go yeah, they released uh, some screenshots of it too, and it's just like, oh man. This is pretty. Yeah. This is damn pretty. But yeah, so it, it's most important for the mods. And uh, the people are going to be playing it for years because of that. Another story about mods, Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes got a first-person mod <gasps> last week. What was that noise? And uh, you just played the whole the whole game in first person. And it just changes how the whole thing works and sure. all that stuff. And I just love that. I love that. And, that, you know, people were really into it. People liked it and enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. That's awesome that you can just take a game and completely change the, the perspective. Mm. it's cool I'm, I'm, does, I, it, does it break it like uh, Twin Snakes yes yeah, yes, it's, it it's cool like to me that's weird because Metal Gear is a third person game so it's it's, and that will always be a third person game to me like I don't I need to see Snake I'm not Snake like you know what I mean like it's first person's a perspective that was designed to immerse you and make you feel like you maybe are that character you're seeing through that character's eyes but I never played Metal Gear and thought I was seeing through anything but watching Snake because I'm not cool snake. enough to be Snake <gasps> <laughs> 
Yeah. Or whoever, big boss or whoever. It's like I'm not. I'm not. Cool. I'm not I'm you not, can pull off Fat Man. I could. I would love to pull off Fat Man, but it's you know. I, in other words, this Metal Gear was always a world that I wasn't immersed in as much as I was enjoying watching. Mm. And it's so, like a movie. Yeah, that's exactly. one of the reasons. I mean, I it was so much. Made, yeah. yeah, like they even have the crap. I mean, it's always been made to be yeah. a movie. And those so. are the, those. There's games like that that are cinematic experiences. That Uncharted, Last of Us. That I want. I don't want to be ever try to be. I'd honestly probably love Call of Duty way more if it if the story mode was. Mm. You know, if the campaign was third person. Because first person does lose me a lot. I, I have a really hard time connecting with first person games. Hmm. Now, something cool to think about here, though, is first person was added to GTA Five. Right. So now the mods are going to be able to do first person GTA crazy mods and stuff. So that hmm. it's going to be it's going to be pretty interesting. You going to play it? No, no, of course not. You're just going to like to see no, the screenshots I'm, and see what's happening. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm happy that you know people. That, that's not my scene. I, I'm not a PC guy at all. But you're you're a defender of the Wii U tablet. So yeah, you are not a PC guy. <laughs> exactly. Not not at all. Anyways, thank you, coolest dudes. Hey, thank you, Tim. Thank you for watching. And thank you for going to iTunes and subscribing to this and watching it on YouTube or going to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames to support this show. Until next time, I'm Tim Geddes. It's Colin Moriarty. It's Greg Miller. That's Portillo. Nick Scarpino's out there. And you, you're beautiful.